Now I've got you trying to order me a pro grill for it because I'm ridiculous. They look cool. It's going to look cool. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. You're listening to the Auto Advice Podcast brought to you by Toyota of Cool Springs. Hey guys, welcome back. We are here with a very special edition for you today. We are talking about customizing your brand new Toyota, even your pre-owned Toyota. My name is Ashley Calderon. I'm one of the finance managers here. And today with me, I've got Mr. Roman Cobb. He is our accessories and parts manager here. He handles all the customizations that we do here at Toyota of Cool Springs. How are you today, Roman? I'm doing it. Yeah? Yeah, I'm ready yeah. to rock and roll. You ready to order me some parts for the Sequoia? Uh, whatever you want. I mean, I'm here it. for it. I'm here for it. That's what we're here to talk about. Yeah. So how did you get into customizing these cars? Because when I first started here, and I'm talking about ordering cars, and they're like, get with Roman, get with Roman, get with Roman. Yeah. Uh, man, I don't know. I guess it started when I was 16 years old and old yeah. enough to drive and started messing around with the cars. Yeah. And you just pick up little things along the way, and now we're here. Yeah. Now I'm doing stuff like that and yeah. all kinds of stuff. I, I started probably, gosh, high school. I think all of my friends were into the mini truck scene, you know, back in the early, early 2000s. Yep. That was that was a thing. Everybody had these slammed trucks. and That was big. Lots of chrome. I'm so glad that went out of style. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so glad that went out of style. It's been uh it's been a long journey and I don't know about you, but I've found that like a lot of people they use their clothing or their home or whatever it is as like an extension of their own personal style. I'm seeing more and more people who are wanting to take advantage of that with their vehicles. And so I I figured we could have a chat about what we do here. And, and how we can kind of help people customize their cars. Like me personally, I get a lot of people that come in here that are kind of discouraged because maybe we don't have the exact car that they're looking for. Right. And I don't think that a lot of people realize that you can literally create anything that you want your car to be just by throwing some different wheels on it or adding leather and heated seats to a car that shouldn't actually come with it. Yeah, exactly. So. Yeah, you don't have to have necessarily everything on the vehicle from the factory. Yeah. Right, because a lot of the stuff can be added on after the fact. Right. Even stuff that, you know, Toyota themselves at the factory doesn't offer. So I think that one of the questions that we get asked really frequently is, how can you actually customize your, your new vehicle? Right. So, like, what are some of the things that you see the most often that people are asking for just in general? You get a lot of truck accessories, uh, a lot of people wanting to lift their trucks, yeah. Tundras, Tacomas, Full Runners, yeah. Sequoias. You know, most people want the bigger tires yeah. on the truck. They want the better stance. Yeah. You know, a little bit wider stance. I think stance they handle there. better too once they've been lifted and they've got the more aggressive tires and stuff on it. I noticed that both with the Forerunner and even with the Sequoia. Once they were lifted and they had the bigger tires on it, I just felt like it was more secure, even though you would think the opposite with a lifted vehicle that you'd feel like you're more wobbly or top heavy. But it's not. I, I still drive it like I stole it. So Yeah, exactly. Yeah. A lot of people have a lot of uh, fears about putting, you know, different types of accessories yeah. on their vehicle. And I kind of go over that with everybody. Right. The, one of the big things is, you know, are these tires going to be super noisy on the vehicle? Yeah. You know, because you would think with an aggressive tread pattern, like what people are looking for, it mm-hmm. would be noisy. Yeah. But as long as you go with a specific tire, right. something that I can help you out with. Right. You're not going to have any type of yeah. noise. Like I noticed I had the the Nittos on the Forerunner and we've got the Toyos on the Sequoia and both of them have been relatively quiet for what you would expect for a beefier tire. 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So uh, let's talk about like some of the some of the accessories that would take a little bit longer time to get here for for somebody who is wanting to kind of change up the vehicle before they even pick it up. Right. Uh, so let's take for example a Tundra. Okay. Okay. Uh, if someone says, you know, I want uh, lift wheels and tires put on the truck. Yeah. And I want it put on before I pick the truck up. Right. Well, that's fine. I mean, I sit down and I have a conversation. You know, how do you plan on driving the vehicle primarily? Yeah. Because you have to figure out, you know, if if you're just going to be a driving princess. back. And, yeah, exactly. <laughs> if you're just taking the kids back and forth to school and yeah. going to the grocery store or whatever, then we can get one type of lift. Right. But let's say you hunt or you fish mm-hmm. or you do go off-road, right. then you need to go with another type of lift. Right. So we have to figure those things out before we even start. Right. Then we'll order up the parts, exactly what they're looking for, yeah. and we try to get it on the truck before they pick it up. Right. And the good news is you can finance all that stuff into the deal. Mm-hmm. Do you it all the You don't have to come up out of your pocket three, four, five thousand dollars $5,000, whatever I'm it ends up being. I'm telling you. And you could just pay a little more on your payment each yeah. month. It's no big deal. Yeah. It's definitely easier. There's been, um, you know, especially since the market has kind of leveled out, we don't see the the massive over MSRP that people were paying for cars like when COVID first hit and stuff it's really opened the market back up for people to be able to add these accessories to the price of the vehicle and finance them into it I know that when we were building out the Sequoia because we had I think the one that I originally ordered was a limited and mm-hmm. I just I, I got lucky we'd picked out wheels and tires and what lift and stuff that we were going to do to it and then I got lucky that this one ended up not being picked up by the person that was supposed to buy her. Right. And um, I don't even want to talk about how much money we've put into this thing, but because um, it hurts my feelings. But yeah, we, I think I bought it that Monday and we had what the lift and tires and stuff were here that Friday. Oh, right. And you guys got that stuff done in like a day. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, super fast. Most of the time, once the parts come in, yes, we can get it knocked out yeah. within a day. Sometimes it might carry over into the next one, but yeah. for the most part, we get it knocked out yeah. in a day. But we do the majority of the accessories and even the lift and tires and stuff like that. We can do the majority of that stuff here. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And if yeah. we have to outsource it, obviously, like if we're just backed up and we need to get something done quickly, we do have a place that we can take it to, to help out with like the lift and the tires part of it. But That's we right. try to do the majority of it here. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I mean, all of our technicians can handle pretty much anything that you want to throw at a vehicle. Yeah. Pretty much anything. Yeah. Now, there are some customers that have went above and beyond and we've really had to get involved. And I have had to farm it out to an, another place yeah. because they have done stuff like that right. before. Right. If it's like a large large, you know, six or eight inch lift, something where you're going to have to start cutting on the frame of the vehicle, right? We don't normally do that stuff here. So I want the pros to do it. Right. And they do it for us. And it's, yeah, you know, it's great. Yeah. I know that like on the forerunner, when I bought it, I had, you know, all the bells and whistles and stuff in my previous car. I didn't want any of that stuff on the new one. I was like, it's a forerunner. We're going to take it off road. We're just going to try to tear it up as best as we can. And I know that a lot of people don't realize that you can add like heated seats, ventilated seats. You can add leather to a car that doesn't have it. I think that we've done sunroofs on cars that weren't supposed to have it. I feel like there's a lot of customers that don't necessarily realize that there's features that they'd like to have on a car, but in order to get those from the manufacturer, you also have to get a whole bunch of other features that you may not know how to operate. You may not have any desire to operate them. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they get kind of discouraged or end up buying a car that's way outside of the price point that they were looking for 
not realizing that we can send it off and get the leather heated seats added to it. Or, you know, if it's you want a sunroof, but you don't want leather and things like that, those are all things that we can kind of take care of here as well. Exactly. And then you may end up coming out cheaper than what you would have upgraded yeah. to the next package. Yeah. Or you may get exactly what you want yeah. instead of having to settle for what Toyota's put on the vehicles. Yeah. I mean, it's a it's a win-win either way. Absolutely. You can have a base model vehicle with exactly what you want on it for not as much money as upgrading. Yep. And then it's unique to you. You're comfortable driving it. You feel good getting in it every day. You're not going to see the exact same car on the road as yours. Like, I know for me, I had wanted a new Sequoia. And, I mean, I liked the previous body style personally. But when we started talking about building out mine and um, and our other owner, Chris, was like, oh, yeah, you can put a lift on everything else. And mm-hmm. um, I was excited because when I did lift the Forerunner, I just did the standard ready lift with blocks. And, you know, it was fine. It still did well on the off-road, but you didn't have as much travel in the rear shocks, and, and it had kind of a rough ride to it. So we've got, what, an Icon 3-inch lift on the Sequoia. Mm-hmm. We did 20-inch fuel wheels. That's right what, like a millimeter shy of 35-inch tires. Right at it, yeah. Did a full chrome delete, debadge, tinted the tail lights. Yeah. Now I've got you trying to order me a pro grill for it because I'm ridiculous. They look cool. It's going to look That's cool. Right. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. I pulled into uh, into the Publix in Murfreesboro a couple weeks back, and I'm, I'm sitting here. It's dark outside, and there's this guy just standing outside of his vehicle just kind of staring at me, and I'm like, what are we doing, boss? <laughs> And so I get out, and he's like, what is that? I was like, it's a Sequoia. And he was like, that is the baddest Toyota I think I have ever seen. And I was like, cool, man, thanks, you know. like, But there's we have a, a plethora, really, of kind of show-stopping vehicles that even our employees drive. That's right. I know that most of the guys on the finance team here with me uh, Trey and Yuri, I mean, they've both got their Tundras, you know, modded out, lifts, tires. Of course, Yuri's is bigger because he's extra. Um, you know, it's just, it's it's fun. But I think that what's exciting, like for me, especially being here at this store specifically, is the unique quality that we have, that we have our own specialty package that we do on some of these brand new vehicles when they come in was the TCS X package. That's right. So tell me a little bit about what the the standard is kind of for some of those vehicles. Sure. So the TCSX package, it's usually something that I come up with. Yeah. I'll pick out the lift. I'll pick out the wheels and tires for what I think fits and will look good on the vehicles themselves. So this does two things. One, it gives a customer the ability to buy everything not have to worry about anything. They come in, they see an awesome looking truck. I want that. Yeah. And they grab it. Yeah. Or it gives other customers the ability to see, hey, these guys are doing these types of customizations yeah. on these vehicles. I like the look of this truck, right. but maybe I want different wheels on it. Right. Right. Or maybe I want to add a set of fender flares on right. this one. So it, it gives people ideas yeah. to customize their own vehicle the way they want to do yeah. it. And we do it a lot. I know that we I know that we have several tundras. There's been several tundras that have come and gone just in the last couple of months. I think there's a forerunner out there right now. I haven't seen a whole lot done with the Tacomas, but maybe we just haven't had the inventory to do that at this present moment. But what do you think the most commonly um, TCS X 
package is, like as far as our cars, which which ones do we probably do the most of? Uh, the ones we do the most of are the trucks. It's the Tacoma, it is the Tundra, and it's the Forerunner. Yeah. And the packages will typically consist of a three-inch lift, okay. bigger wheels and tires. You know, sometimes I'll put a grill on a truck. Yeah. Sometimes a roof rack. I'll usually take as much chrome off of the vehicle as I can. Yeah. The emblems, different things like that, just because that's the current style right, right. now. Right. You know, chrome was the style way back in the day. Right. Most people don't like it now. Yeah. They like want black accents yeah. or they want painted accessories. Right. So you have to stick with the style that's going on yeah. now. Yeah. And that's that's typically what we do. Yeah. Now, we can do other things with other vehicles, too. Yeah. Not as much as uh, some of the trucks. Right. Like, like we're not going to lift a Camry. Exactly. But we can put a set of wheels on a Camry. Mm-hmm. We can black out some of the chrome that's on the Camrys. Right. You know, we'll tint the windows. We'll... Yeah. Maybe do some audio stuff. Yeah. There's different things. There's lots of things yeah. that you can do to these yeah. vehicles. Would you say that there's a ceiling, if you will, as to what you can really do to a Toyota? I I wouldn't say there's a ceiling. Yeah. Maybe a limit as to what you should do. But the, yeah. Maybe. Maybe. But that's typically just whatever the yeah. customer wants. Right. If they have an idea in their head of what they want to do, then I can steer them in the direction of how to get that. Right. You may want like a 12 or 14 inch lift on your Sequoia or something like that. Right. But let's talk about why that's a bad idea. Once you find out what you have to do to the Sequoia, you'd be like, "Mm, maybe I don't want to do that. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. What would you say are some of the things that like hands down we don't do? As far as customization, obviously, um, I think when when I had the Forerunner, uh, my husband was like, "Let's put a supercharger on it." And you know, I mean, obviously, our cars come with the lifetime powertrain warranty, all the new Toyotas. Um, so there's certain things that we want to limit as far as not inadvertently voiding or restricting that lifetime warranty policy for the powertrain. So for people who are trying to be cautious and make sure that they're utilizing what they're getting with their car when they buy here, um, what would your advice to those people be? Like, what kind of limits would you say, hey, don't go beyond X? I know that the leveling kit, for instance, doesn't really have any effect on it. No. Um, Toyota is pretty used to their vehicles being modded out. People have been jacking up Tacomas since the 80s. Right. So um, what would your advice be to stay away from if you're wanting to make sure that you continue to utilize the warranties that come with the vehicle? So this is a good time to talk about aftermarket parts uh, as they relate to your warranty. So there is a law out there called the Magnuson-Moss Act. Yep. Right. And it, it basically says that whatever aftermarket modifications you do to the vehicle, if that modification causes a failure, then the warranty is not going to cover it. Correct. Right. So if you put a leveling kit on a vehicle and our technicians can point to that as the reason why one of your shocks blew. Right. Right. The Toyota is not going to cover the shock. Correct. But if your transmission goes out, or your radio stops working, right. it has nothing to do with it. Correct. Everything is still intact. Right. And then as far as what I caution people when they're maybe going a little bit extra, 
trying to go a little too far. Mm-hmm. You know, I tell them this. Yeah. Right. Is it worth giving up your warranty if something right. happens? Right. Right. Because like you said, with a, say, a supercharger. Right. You know, Toyota no longer makes superchargers for Correct. their vehicles. They used to. Now, the manufacturer is still out there producing them and you can right. add them to certain Toyotas. But there is zero warranty. The Toyota right. will not cover anything. Correct. If something happens. Right. Not saying that it will. Right. But if something happens, Toyota's not going to pay for it. Right. Yeah, it's it's operating beyond the scope of what Toyota intended it to operate under. Mm-hmm. Um, puts additional stress on the components and things like that. And exactly. It's like you're, uh, anytime you go over, uh, say, about a three-inch lift, if yeah. you start going up to that uh, six-inch mark, yeah. right, most of the aftermarket manufacturers tell you to cut out part of the cross member that's there. Right to put in their own cross member. So now you're talking about cutting on the frame. Right. And that's that's a big deal. Mm-hmm. Most people may not know that. Yeah. And so when I tell them this, they're like, mm, okay, maybe, maybe I not. don't want to do that. Yeah. But yeah. then you got some people that do, like yeah. Yuri. Yeah. We put a six-inch lift on his truck. He's like, you know what? I don't care. He Let's do care. it. He wanted 37-inch tires on but his Tundra. His truck looks amazing. It does look good. It looks really He's good. He's had it on for a couple of years yeah. now and no problems. Yeah. It's all about, you know, like what risk you're willing to take in order to truly customize the vehicle and personalize it to what you really want it to be. I mean, it's... It's an expression just as much as anything else is. And, you know, some people spend their money on houses and purses. And those (laughs) of us in the car business bury it in our vehicles and, you know, it shows. Well, that's the thing. You know, if you're a car guy like me, uh, it never really ends. No, it doesn't. You just keep throwing money at stuff Uh because you can't stop yourself. Yeah. And that's that's okay. You're like, hey, I need this light bar or, or that grill or... Or, uh, or new headlights when mine work just fine. Yeah, it's it's a never-ending. It's just a black hole. Yeah. This is what it is. It's fun, though. I like it. It's definitely fun. I'm going to keep doing it. I'm not complaining. No, no, never, <laughs> never. I don't think there's anything better in the world feeling when you're driving down the road and you see some guy get smacked by his wife in the passenger seat because he's checking out your vehicle. And, you know, in her mind, she's going, there goes the wallet. There goes the checkbook. Now he's trying to buy something else. And you're just like, it's yeah, just I money. that. It's just money. You, you can't, can't take, take it, with, it you. with you. Nope. Nope. Spend Go every ahead. dollar you got. Yeah, that's fine. It's going to make a lot of Dave Ramsey people in this area mad. But they'll, they'll be okay. It's fine. They'll They're be fine. probably not car guys. No, probably not. Probably not. And that's okay. That's okay. Mm-hmm. So I guess what would you suggest? I, I know me personally, what I tell people that are wanting to start building out their vehicles, but what would you tell somebody that's kind of wanting to think about modifying their vehicle, but they really don't know anything about it. They don't know where to start. Like what's some kind of best practices, if you will, as far as where you should actually start? Like, should you start with a entire picture in your head of what you want it to look like? Or like, where's your starting point, I guess? Yeah. Uh, and I get this all the time. I get a lot of customers in here that like they have an idea in their head or they've seen other vehicles out there or maybe on the lot yeah. or just driving around or whatever. Yeah. And they're like, man, that looks cool. Right. I want to do that, but I don't know what it takes to get yeah. there. And that's where I come in. Yeah. I've done so many of these vehicles. Yeah. I've got it. I mean, it's narrowed down to a yeah. science. Yeah. This is what you do if you want this look. Yep. If you want more then we'll have to do some more stuff. Right. Right. So, you know, keep it kind of basic if this is what you want. Yeah. And most of the time, a lot of people are like, you know, I just want the lift. I just want some tires. You know, I'm like, cool. Yeah. And then they give me the keys and 
I, yeah. I'll, I'll pick out everything. Yeah. Sometimes people will say, okay, I want to pick the wheels out, which that's fine. Yeah. I, I give them parameters as far as sizes, yeah. offset of the wheels, lug pattern, you, you know, different things yeah. that they can take a look at online Yeah. and see, okay, that looks good. Yeah. Pick it out. Let me know. Yeah. yeah. And then I find the stuff, get it here and we install it. Yeah. So it's funny that you were talking about like the tire sizes and the, or the wheel size and the offset and lug patterns and things like that. So one of the, I have a, a forerunner page on Facebook that I'm an admin for. And one of the things that always makes me giggle is when people get on there and they start talking about all the things that you have to do in order to fit 34s on your forerunner or whatever the case may be. And the commonality that I've seen is that when people switch from the Toyota wheel that came on the vehicle um, and they go with a wheel that may may have a, a, a wider base to it, whatever the case may be, if it is anything outside of what the standard manufacturer's rim specifications are, that's where they're starting to run into the issues where they're having to do a body mount shop in order to fit those 34s. So can we maybe talk about the importance, if you will, of sticking with at least the wheel size and how that can affect the overall performance of what it is that you are going to do to the vehicle? Because obviously you can fit wider tires. Um, you don't have to have the rubbing issues. You don't have sure. to do body mount shop and things like that to the vehicle in order to avoid the rubbing as long as you stick within certain specifications and don't go way out in left field with it. That's right. So the perfect size tire that people like to run on the 4Runner is the 285-7017. You see it all over the place. Mm -hmm. People tooting this size tire. And it looks good on there. Yeah. As far as wheel sizes, obviously you have to stick with a 17-inch wheel. The width is not not as important. As long as you're somewhere between a eight inch to a nine inch wheel, yeah. you're going to be fine. The offset is another thing that a lot of people don't even know about, mm-hmm. uh, but you have to take that into consideration right. too. Uh, and with the full runner, I like to stick somewhere around a zero offset, uh, maybe even push it out to like a negative twelve or negative fifteen yeah. or so, just to give you that extra little poke that you're right. looking for. Right. And with 285-70-17s and a three-inch lift, you typically don't have to worry about any type of rubbing. Right. Sometimes you might hit a mud guard or something. Yeah. Uh, you know, sometimes you, you might hit off. a fender. Exactly. Yeah, pull them off. There's ways of getting around. Yeah. There's little small things you can do as far as trimming or tucking stuff away mm-hmm. just to get it out so you're not having any type of rubbing issues. Yeah. Now, if you push over that then you're right. Yeah. You're going to hit the body mount. Um, And some people, when you start talking about cutting on the frame, they're like, "Mm, I don't want to do that. Mm -hmm. And then some people are like, you know what? Run it. Yeah. Yeah. And so we cut it and make little plates and weld them in and then we can do it. We've got, we have a customer right now that bought a Sequoia Friday night. And I had reached out to you. He came and he was like, hey, do you have the Sequoia here? I've got people that want to look at it. And uh, and I get it all the time. I, I think that mine is outside of, of Chris's when you guys did his. Um, probably one of the only Sequoias that we've really done anything with. Mm-hmm. Um, and so everybody wants to see it. And I have to remind myself to drive it to work often so that people can look at it. And i got to keep it clean. But right. um, we've got a customer right now that's definitely wanting to put some beefier tires on, on his Sequoia um, that he just bought. Um, so we need to get together because we need to pick out his tires. He's ready to get together. But on, let's say, on the new Sequoias and, and I mean, really any of the vehicles, really what is the, 
um, the limit, if you will, as far as how big you can go from the standard issue tire size that's on the vehicle without having to lift that vehicle. Right. So I get this question all the time. Yeah. Right. How big can I go without lifting it? Yeah. Or how big can I go with this size? Lift? Right. It comes up constantly. Yeah. And it's so varied that like a lot of times I don't have the answer. Right. And if you're just wanting to upsize the tires on a stock vehicle, I will usually tell people don't go up more than a size or so. Right. Because if you do, you're going to run into something. Yeah. Just stick with something slightly bigger, maybe an all terrain, a little more aggressive tread on there. That's going to give it a little, you know, a little meat to it. That might add just a little bit of height to it. But if you're wanting something bigger, you're going to have to lift the truck. Yeah. It's just how it is. Yeah. And if you're wanting to keep the stock wheels, you know, a lot of times with stock wheels, the offset is too high. Right. So if you want to keep them and don't want to go with aftermarket stuff, we end up having to get wheel spacers to push it out to give us more room to be able to run a larger tire. It's a lot of different things. Yeah. And unless you've done this or did tons of research to find out what other people have done, you're not going to know. Yeah. And, and everybody likes something different. And that's, I think that's the cool thing about being able to customize your car is because there's so many options that are available to you. I've seen, especially coming out of this store, I've seen um, white Highlanders where we did the two-tone, like the Range Rovers and stuff, and we've got the top of it wrapped in black and we'll throw the black wheels and stuff on it. It changes the entire dynamic of the vehicle. The vast expansive options that there are that you can do and stuff that obviously the people here at this store were accustomed to doing like it's you know some of the stuff we can kind of figure out in our sleep like you can somebody says hey look i'm i'm i've got such and such tundra coming i just ordered it to be here in you know two or three weeks this is kind of what i've got in mind we've got you and it's literally a text or a phone call away and your little brain is just back there going 90 to nothing like this is what we can do to it and you've got so many options available for people um so i guess where would you say you come in like what is your favorite part of it do you do you get as excited as the customer does when they're like here is my baby make it perfect <laughs> you know uh, I don't know. You kind of get desensitized once you've done like a hundred trucks yeah. over and over again. Yeah. And, you and it's know, not yours. And it's not mine. You didn't get to look at it in the driveway. Right. So, you know, the most that I get out of it is helping somebody out. Yeah. Is seeing somebody else be excited yeah. uh, about doing something to their mm-hmm. vehicle. That's what that's what really gets me going. Yeah. That's what I like the most is seeing somebody else um, like really get into it and, and be excited about after you know accessories yeah. for their vehicle yeah. it's it's a it's a good feeling yeah. and it really helps when you're discussing this with people and then they pick up on okay this guy knows what he's talking about uh-huh. so that that makes me feel good too yeah is to know that i have put in the work i have done this just countless times right. and people know it and then you get them referring other people to yep. you. It's like, hey, man, I, I heard you're the man when it comes to this stuff. Like, yeah, That's what you, they told me. You heard right. <laughs> yeah. It, it definitely takes a lot of the guesswork out of the process. If it's something that, you know, you're accustomed to doing, you've been building out your cars for, you know, as long as we have, you know, we don't have to talk about age, but we've been doing it for a long time, you mm-hmm. know, um, and you've got somebody that's wanting to kind of start to get into it. It's, it's fun to watch the spark in their eyes kind of light up because for the first time they're actually excited about it, right? Most people buy a car 
car and they get into it and they're like, oh, it's my mode of transportation. It's going to get me where I need to go as long as I'm comfortable. And then when they start to realize that they can do things to it that makes it 100% theirs and like no other vehicle that's on the road, now you've got something that you're proud to pull up in. You're proud to have in your driveway. You want to keep it forever because you've really invested your time and creative efforts into it. Um, And then, you know, it helps that you've got us here that are willing to walk you through the process and help get those creative juices pumping and Oh yeah. It's exciting. I mean, for some people, you know, that's, that's all a car is. It's yeah. just give me the point A to point B. Yeah. And you know, even for those people that don't really care about doing a lot of modifications, yeah. there's stuff that you can do to a vehicle that will make your commute better. Mm-hmm. You know, little bitty small things that you wouldn't necessarily think of unless you've seen it somewhere else. Yeah. Right. That's, that's the big thing is getting inspiration from other vehicles mm-hmm. to do things to your vehicle. Yep. Whether it's looking at stuff online or seeing other vehicles out on the road or riding in a friend's car that has this and like, Mm. man, I wish I had that. You you don't have to be totally into it. You can just be, you know, I just want this to make my ride a little little better. And we can do that stuff. It is a never-ending cycle of, you know, you build one out and then you see another vehicle and you're like, oh, squirrel, and you take off after it, and then you start the process all over again. Yeah, and you, you kind of have to so, caution people, like, look, yeah. man, if you start doing this stuff, it doesn't end. No, and it's even worse for us, I think, that are in the business, because we have to look at them, and it's like you've got constant, uh, just a, a barrage of ideas that are kind of coming forth, and it's like, I want to do that, I want to do that, and then you're just thankful that you've got coworkers that are like, I need you to back away from the ledge. Like, you dangle <laughs> your toes off the edge of it, but don't, like, you know, dance with one foot hanging over the side of it. I I think it would be hard to be in this business and not be somewhat of a car guy Uh to look at stuff and be like, man, that looks good. Yeah. And, and want to do it yourself. So if you had one thing that you would want to tell our customers, our audience that you think would just be invaluable information that we haven't already gone over, what would that one thing be? If it's one thing I'm telling people that are thinking about doing anything to their vehicle, the easiest thing to do is just give me a call and I'll walk you through everything. We can go over what your goals are, you know, like I said, how you plan to drive your vehicle, Mm -hmm. the look that you're going for, everything, and figure out how to get you there. Yeah, I think it's great, man. I've had fun. Yeah, this was really good. So I think that the next step for today is to go get our grill ordered and uh, maybe look at some roof rack options for old Black Betty back here. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, sounds good. Guys, I want to thank you for joining us today for this special edition podcast going over how you can customize your Toyota vehicle. So obviously we are here at Toyota of Cool Springs. We're at 1875 West McEwen here in Franklin, Tennessee. Obviously, we are available here to help you if you have any questions. I have salespeople here that are lined up, ready to take your phone call, answer your emails and messages regarding what vehicles we have in stock, what might be coming here down the pipeline in the next couple of weeks. And then obviously, Roman is here to answer any questions that you might have on how you can customize that vehicle that you are just waiting to order so that we can have everything ready for you customized and 100% yours before you even get here. So if you have any questions, obviously, you can reach out to us. We hope that you have enjoyed this episode, and we also hope that you have an absolute blast building your next car. Till next time. Bye, guys. 
Thank you so much for joining us today on the Auto Advice Podcast. If you found this episode helpful, please consider texting it to someone who could use it and leave a review wherever you're listening, which will allow us to help more people navigate the ever-changing automotive world. The Auto Advice Podcast provides advice and opinions from individuals featured on the show. It is important to note that these opinions are solely those of the individuals and do not necessarily reflect the views or opinions of Toyota of Cool Springs. Listeners should exercise their own judgment and discretion when considering and implementing any advice or information provided in the podcast. Toyota of Cool Springs assumes no responsibility for any actions taken by individuals based on the information or opinions shared in this episode. Please consult with professionals or experts in the respective fields for specific advice or guidance related to your particular situation. Again, thank you so much for joining us and we'll see you next time on the Auto Advice Podcast.